Welcome to Keeping Your Together in a Stressed World with Michelle Post and Scott Grossberg. Each week, we explore down and dirty ways to stop awfulizing, catastrophizing, going down the rabbit hole, and moving through all the craziness that is happening right now. We're here to create a community of like-minded people as we give you tips, tricks, and techniques for keeping sane in an unhinged world. And now, here are your hosts, Michelle Post and Scott Grossberg. Hey everybody, this is Scott Grossberg, one of your co-hosts for Keeping Your Shit Together in a Stressed World with Michelle and Scott. And I'm joined by my co-host, Michelle Post. Hey, Michelle. Hi, Scott. Hi, everybody. Thanks for being here and tuning in. And you're getting us live right now, coast to coast. So thank you all for joining us uh, and for listening to the replay. Uh, Michelle? Yes. Uh, how's your week been going since the last show? Oh, well, I took most of Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and most of today to actually unplug. So if any of you have been trying to reach me over the last multiple days, let me, let me give you my uh, mea, culpa, mea culpa that I have not checked. I'm totally behind. And it, that part doesn't feel good, but the idea of just enjoying some nature, um, we got out in the, the Gulf of Florida and got to enjoy a little bit of floating around in the mild, calm waters. And there is something about that that's just between the salt water and the, the peacefulness um, and everything wasn't crowded and very quiet. It was really lovely. Well, so it's I, interesting that you say that because I, uh -huh. I will tell you, it ties in. See, it's wonderful how we do these shows together. <laughs> um, interesting that you say that because while we're going to talk about music and playlists today, mm -hmm. uh, one of my double secret probation little tricks, uh, I have a, a special music soundtrack that I play uh, or a noise soundtrack that I play in the background. And oh. it, is, it is the sound of a creaking sailboat. Oh, and I happen to love that sound um, of the oh. when the when the, the yeah moves of, the wood. The, the water is it, the water uh -huh. is moving the wood. And you can hear it lapping up against the sides uh -huh. of the ship, uh -huh. and uh -huh. it's basically an old pirate ship, is what this is. And uh, I found it one day. You can adjust the the number of creaks. You can uh -huh. adjust the wave sound, and I play this in the background, and it is so peaceful. Uh, so I can, oh. I can imagine what it was like being out on the water. Oh, it was so nice. And then, um, and then coming home, there was a thunderstorm. And so I know thunderstorms can be scary for some people, but there's something about that tropical stormy feeling. We didn't get much of that in Southern California. So that tropical stormy sound of, of uh, lightning, uh, not lightning, lightning doesn't have sound, but, but between the flashes of lightning followed by the thunder and the tropical rain, it was really beautiful. So I'm grateful to have unplugged a little bit. You know, the first time I was ever treated to Gulf Shores, uh, Orange Beach, uh, ah. that, and you and I actually chatted about that. The first time I was ever treated down there, uh, Carolyn and I sat on the beach and one of these storms was coming in. Uh, I'd never, I, we don't have it in California. I've never no. seen horizontal lightning before. Oh, I and don't the, think the, I have either. The lightning was going sideways. Sideways. 
uh, and it was spectacular. <laughs> Isn't that sort of like life right now, Scott? Aren't we all going a little bit sideways? And I don't know if it's spectacular, but it certainly is a new experience, I would say. <laughs> we are. And, and so I, I got a quick question for you. Sure. Um, in light of what you were just saying, what was it like to unplug? Um, you know, it takes me a little while to get out. It takes me a little while to unplug. Do you find that you're so used to checking your phone all the time and, and you're so used to doing five things at once that it can be a little hard just to sit and do one thing, especially when that one thing is nothing. So I wouldn't say it's, um, sensory deprivation tank, nothing, which some people love. And it takes some getting used to for me. I, I definitely need to work my way into that. But it took me a little while to unplug. And then when I did, um, the waters are so calm in the Gulf that it if you lay flat, you can just float without even a floaty. Oh, really? and, and then as the waves come in, it's like a little bit of a, like a wee you know, like it's a, like a little kitty roller coaster, right? Like nothing, en not big enough to scare you, but enough to make you realize little joys in life. So once I finally got the unplugged done, it was such a reprieve to just enjoy the sensations. And, and of course, you know, my body likes to betray me. So I got this, um, you know, this is literally true, and you will cut this out of the podcast if we're going to do anything <laughs> illegal about this, but I bought this Four Faces, literally says Four Faces by Beach Bum, and I've used their products, all kinds of their body products before, and I got this for their faces, and Brian warned me he used it once when he was fishing, and it, it got in his eyes and stung him, and I was like, okay, I'll just put some on my cheeks and on my forehead and, you know, leave it alone. That stuff got, it was like, it, I think their secret ingredient is ghost peppers because I was miserable for hours till he found some flush for my eye. Thank God he's a nurse. Flush for my eyes. And then, <laughs> um, so I would say that in the middle of my unplugging was this medical emergency having to do with very inappropriately stinging. Um, so I, I have since done research on non-stinging face block <laughs> but um, I am going to write the um, Beach Bum Company and let them know that that should in no way ever be labeled as four faces. <laughs> wow. See, and here yeah. I, I wasn't going to cut it out of, the, out of the podcast. I was going to actually <laughs> tell you to tell them about it and, we, and you can get some free samples from them. But I'm going to. I, I would, I mean, I think, you know, good products are something I love. You know, you and I were talking about mics for podcasts and right. I'm sure there's a lot of things, equipment that people have had to learn um, from working from home, you know, noise cancellation stuff and new mics and yeah. which, you know, Zoom apparently has a competitor called Blue Jeans. Never heard of them before. Um, we do this via Zoom, but I think it's, uh, it's kind of interesting to learn about all this stuff. I, I actually, all the companies now, I believe are either have developed or will develop uh, Zoom competitors. Uh, yeah. We, yeah, we're, we're doing it this way. Mm -hmm. uh, I have, I, I think most people who follow us uh, know that every year around December, January, I release a uh, staying on track PDF with digital tools. Well, oh. but for my pivot play folks, the ones that are in my private mastermind, I actually did a new updated oh. one with 
uh, I think 42 different kinds of digital uh, uh, tools that are available. Things are oh. changing so dramatically now. Oh. That uh, it, it's interesting. That the reason I was asking you about unplugging, by the way, uh -huh. is because there's so much new stuff and we have to learn so much we that do. we get inundated with it. Yes. And I've told you I've had to unplug. Uh, but uh, I go back, I've always loved the fact that the Supreme Court, uh, you know, as, as a lawyer, I still monitor all this stuff. And uh -huh. the Supreme Court actually, in one of their decisions a few years ago, came out with a written decision that said if, if an alien came here from another planet, uh -huh. they would not know that our cell phones were not part of our bodies. Part of our hands, uh -huh. that, part that, of our that, body. That, that, that it would be a natural appendage that they would think. <laughs> um, and, and so I say that to you because I do think that there's something to turning all this yes. stimulation off. Yes. And when you were talking about floating in the water, when yes. I do, when I used to do my live events, uh, yeah. I, I would show as an example, I'd walk up to somebody in the audience and I'd put yeah. my hand on their shoulder and I would just leave it there. Yeah. And after yeah. a while they stopped noticing that my hand is there. It was there. Mm -hmm. I become forgettable, right? right? But if I stood next to you and you were in yeah. my audience and I was tapping, tapping. your shoulder or tapping yeah. your shoulder with one finger oh. or tapping the top of your head, you'd oh. notice me, wouldn't you? Oh, that would be uh, so annoying. But you'd notice me. And I so would. The interesting thing that I'm seeing with clients is how much of this craziness is actually yeah. starting to be we're starting to be desensitized to it. Yes, and yes. And so being able to step back so that we can kind of recalibrate right. what we're allowing into our world and what we're noticing right. uh, is, I think, really important. Right. I agree. I, and it, it's uh, kind of an interesting thing to think about. Um, Today, I didn't watch news at all, but I did fall down the rabbit hole of uh, trying to find new equipment for <laughs> our podcast. So I think I might have to um, take a look at your Pivot Play uh, mastermind group and <laughs> pick your brain, Scott. Well, it, 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 again, I mean, even new uh, today, I, I was uh, refer referred to a new video uh, platform that oh. uh, you and I may be exploring as we do some of our re retreat stuff that's coming up. Oh, great. Um, and it's just amazing what's being developed to help remote and home workers cope. Uh, and, yes. and, but, but by the same token, you know, there are a lot of people, I won't call them Luddites, but there are a lot of people that shy away from technology and it scares them. And I'm here to right. tell you, um, you know, guys, you, I'm 62 years old and if I can mm -hmm. adopt this stuff and be an early mm -hmm. ad adopter, cause I am mm -hmm. look at it as something fun and exciting mm -hmm. because the reality is you can't really mess it up. You can right. always fix any of this. Uh, uh -huh. and, and it's, you know, I've kind of become the go-to with my fam uh, family, with your family? And close friends with technology and talk them through it. Uh, I don't uh -huh. know how some of these help desk people do it, but uh -huh. uh, when it comes to friends and family, I can do that. One of the best tips that I can give people, by the way, is to not look at it as you're learning something new, 
Yeah. But to look at it as you're relearning. Now, isn't it easier right. when you're in school if you're yeah. relearning something? Yes. It's, it's always easier to, you know, I knew Spanish once, I'm going to learn it again. Right, right, right. Uh, you know, I, I learned calculus once, I'm going to remind myself again. Um, and this kind of ties into our topic today, by the way, because, you know, it's one of the things that music is so powerful with, is right. bringing back th that memory. Right. Um, what do you do when, in, in the just, you know, real quickly before we jump into our topic here, mm -hmm. um, and thank you, by the way, for those of you who are jumping in again uh, here, uh, welcome. And please uh, enter any questions you have for us in the chat while Scott teaches us today. I will definitely monitor your questions and comments. Um, what, do, do you ever have a situation in a counseling motif with, with mm -hmm. couples where you actually have to say to them, you need to unplug both of you and get to know each other again? Is that a common thing? Oh, yeah. I would say even beyond couples, I have to do it with individuals the ability to stop and know thyself, right? The old truth, know thyself. It, we can get really caught up in all kinds of work or relationship situations that everything that's wrong is someone else's fault instead of looking at, well, what's my part in it? Maybe even when we're having technological problems, which I would say is my area of improvement, <laughs> is stop and say, okay, what part of this is you needing to plug it into the right socket and <laughs> connect the right thing um, as opposed to, oh, it's got to be, you know, technology glitches. We are so easy to, to blame others. So unplugging and taking some time to think about what really matters to you, set some goals uh, for your own personal improvement and personal growth and learning is a great part of self-care um, and just that idea that learning keeps our brain fresh. You know, none of us want to end up uh, with early, early development uh, dementia or struggling with Alzheimer's. And I know some of this is genetic and we also know that it's, it's predisposure and we can do some things to help ourselves have stronger functioning brains so what is it that we need to do to keep developing and growing? I hope that answers your question, but it, does, it is important it, to unplug. It does, and it's a great segue into actually our topic today. Yay. The power of music and creating magical playlists. And mm -hmm. for any of you who have my book, The Most Magical Secret, uh, I cover this in chapter 10, where I, I call it sacred music. Yes. Um, and music that's about how the best way i can describe it there are a lot there there are a lot of things in my life very few things are what i would consider sacred and music is one of those for me and uh, by way of background um, i i won't i'll call it a little weird because i've been told it's weird it was not for <laughs> me uh, music for me has always been something that's very uh, tactile and visual Mm. It is not an auditory thing for me. Mm, and so the reason I say that is that while I hear music, uh, I can't read a, a note of it, but I play piano and guitar and uh, ukulele wow. and, you know, a, a lot of these, these instruments, I played trumpet in, in school. 
and I was fired by my piano teacher when I was real little because <laughs> I, I would, she'd, she'd come to the house and we'd play piano and I'd watch her. And I could, I could watching her, yeah. I could, I could replicate it. If oh, I hear wow. a, if I hear a song, uh -huh. I can replicate it as long as I can hear it in my brain, but it, it, it translates weird. That's so amazing. Line, so bottom line is the, the piano teacher showed up one day and she said, okay, play your song. And I played my song. She said, cool. Now go back to this measure. And it was like, and she said, go back to measure three, for example. And I, <laughs> I didn't know what that was. And she said, you're not reading the music, are you? And mm -hmm. literally I was fired. I was fired wow. as a student. Um, wow. And so I had a band in uh, college. And what guys want you to imagine this, I used to go to bars and play or go to and be in concerts. And I was the lead guitarist and singer. And I couldn't read a note of mu music. It was literally something that I had to experience. Because of that, music has always been very sacred for me. I know yeah. not everybody experiences music the same way. Right. However, uh, I think, Michelle, you can attest to the fact that music has the power to not only inspire us, seduce us, mm -hmm. you know, ignite flames, but to yep. bring us down so freaking much. Mm -hmm. And one of the first things that I invite all of our listeners to explore is what crap music are you letting into your life? Yes. Um, you know, I, I at hear, random, right? I, at random on the radio. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. And when you hear I love country music, but it's not the greatest thing to listen to if you're sad. <laughs> no, uh, it's not. I was actually listening to a Willie Nelson song this morning, and I love Willie Nelson. And I just got so sad, and Aww. I'm listening to the words, and I know why. <sighs> and it's because it, it literally had this power to, to bring me down. Yes. That, that being said, uh, and I know mm. it's not everybody's cup of tea, uh, sure. I, I was listening to Tom Waits, who I love. Not mm -hmm. everybody likes him. Mm -hmm. I happen to be a huge fan of his. Mm -hmm. And I'm listening to this wonderful song. And I'll give you some of the quick lines to it, because lyrics are important with what we're mm -hmm. going to develop today. Mm -hmm. One of the lines is, in a town, there's a home. And in a home, there's a, a, a girl. I'm, I'm paraphrasing the song. Mm -hmm. And in the girl, there's a heart that I love. Oh, and then he says, I'm going to take it with me when I go. Oh, and it's like, oh, my God. Oh, that's so sweet. What, oh. gets, what gets more sacred than that? You know, I here know. he is talking about all these major events in his life. And every yes. one of them ends with, I'm going to take that with me when I go. Yes. Far different than something that drags you down. And so one of the things that I love to do with, with people just as a quick tool is what kind of music do you like? Ask yourself that. And I don't mm -hmm. care whether it's rap. I don't care whether I've, I've actually just gotten into mm -hmm. uh, Celtic, pardon me, Scottish tribal music. Mm -hmm. um, for, for those of you who love drums, and if you've never been to a drum circle, you want to see something that elevates your heartbeat. It, it, it's Scottish tribal music. And it's a combination of bagpipes and these tribal drums uh, that is just, you know, my life is complete, right? That, that's yeah. what it is. Um, whether it's something like that, 
or again, even rap music, as long yeah. as it's a positive message for you. Absolutely. You know, Scott, that I want to tell you that in our chat, one of our, our attendees today said uh, once when her daughter was feeling really low, she suggested that she play music that made her want to dance. And then her daughter reported back that it really helped her get out of that low mood. That's a terrific example of the power of music to shift mood. And then I will, I will tag on that sometimes there can be for those of you that ever experienced grief or loss, or you, you have a sense that you are mourning and you need to give that some good time. I will talk to people about creating memorial playlists because sometimes we need music that helps us feel more intensely, helps us get the anger out, helps us get the sad out. So sometimes we want to use music to shift the mood. I'm sure you're going to talk about this. And sometimes you want to use music to intensify the mood so that it passes through you like that roomy poem called the guest house where each feeling that comes in might be clearing the way for some new delight to come and if we just repress 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 we might not get there so i i love that that came up that's one, and i'll go one step further and i thank you for bringing that up yeah. i have been uh in hospice situations where uh, mm. uh, a transition playlist was created for the people Yes. Uh, and even that's important. You know, there, yes. there's, when we hear that, that, you know, music calms the savage beast. Yeah. That, that didn't come from, you know, yeah. just out of nowhere. Yeah. And, and so one of the, the biggest things that I really encourage people to do is irrespective of genre of music. Yes. It, it, it has nothing to do with the genre of music. No. It's, can you take the time to explore what what types of feelings do you want to experience? And it actually starts with that. What do you want to experience? Yes. And then creating your playlist from yes. that. And I'll tell you, I've got three main, I've got three different playlists that I go to. Uh-huh. Uh, and we'll, we'll kind of delve into that a little bit here in a minute, but I've got three of them. One is my walking meditation. And you heard me talk, we talked last week about mm -hmm. uh, labyrinths and walking meditation. Session 21. And -listen. I, yeah, I, I, so I've got a walking meditation playlist that is all very uplifting, mm -hmm. inspiring uh, mm -hmm. stuff. I've got uh, any number of versions of Leonard Cohen's Hallelujah on there. Probably for me, the greatest <laughs> song ever written. Uh, and it just, it moves me, whether it's Katie mm -hmm. Lang or somebody else doing it. Uh, which, by the way, I do not like Leonard Cohen doing his own song. I like other people doing ah. um, songs. In, and we'll go through some of the songs that I have on there. Uh, I have one playlist called The Hunt. <laughs> I imagine and that's for that was for trial or something. Absolutely <laughs> correct. And, uh -huh. you know, I got that concept, by the way, from uh, watching, looking at the coaching techniques that were given to the women's uh, volleyball team uh -huh. by their by their coach, and uh -huh. they have they were given these playlists called the hunt, and it was to get them in that I'm gonna kill something mode. <laughs> um, and so yeah, I've got these songs that you wouldn't play probably in polite company, uh, and I would play it in the hallways. I'd put my headset on. I'd play it in the hallways of the courtroom, uh -huh. courthouse, walking to the courtroom, uh -huh. uh, and you get this little swagger about you and this attitude. And yes, it would, uh, of course. You know, this is not the time for love. This is not no. the time 
this is the time where uh, I'm going to win. That's right. Uh, None of you that remember living through the 80s, I'm sure, could hear the song, uh, The Eye of the Tiger. There you go. And not walk with some swagger, right? <laughs> or hit yeah. me with your best shot, <laughs> Patrick, Pat Benatar. <laughs> well, you know, now I'm, now I'm showing my age, but you hear the theme song from Bridge Over the River Kwai. <gasps> oh, or you, that, uh-huh. or, you, or you hear the, the theme song from The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly. Okay. (laughs) You know, again, it's generational for me. It is generational. Um, Yes. You know, it, it, whatever. But you also like pink. So throwing that out to you. (laughs) I've got three, I've got three of pink's songs Uh on my walking meditation playlist. Uh, Because again, probably one of the greatest songwriters out there. Uh, Uh, She is a marvelous performer, but one of the greatest songwriters out there, if you actually listen to the words um and then i i have a meditation playlist okay uh so three different playlists you don't have to have those Mm -hmm. depending on where you are it's one playlist isn't going to fill all your needs just like Mm -hmm. one book or one movie isn't Mm -mm. um you know how many of you use music in the bedroom We've talked about relationships and intimacy. And sex and intimacy, yeah. Um, Music is a great mood setter for intimacy and connection. Yeah, I mean, we, Mm. we, you know, Carolyn and I have very um, personal music that we love from Greece. that, That literally takes us back to Santorini. And it's like, Okay. Oh, that um, is so funny. When you said from Greece, I thought you meant Greece the musical. We went two different no. places with that. <laughs> I thought, what are you singing? <laughs> um, you better shape up. Is this Carolyn singing to you? Because I need a man. I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, now I'm blushing. Totally different For Greece. For those of you that can't see, now I'm blushing. Um, <laughs> diff, 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 uh, yes, a different Different Greece. <laughs> You know, and, and sometimes, by the way, there are even, for those of you who've seen some of my posts recently on social media, I've even been experimenting with frequencies. Uh, oh. and, and there are, you know, there's a thing called the love frequency. There are healing frequencies. Uh, oh. I've actually connected with a gentleman who's, who's very interesting, a sound engineer for one of the local uh, production studios, uh, who's created LED lights that serve uh, through these different frequencies, they fluctuate on your body, much like virtual acupuncture. Oh, uh, yes. And I was uh, shocked by some of these things that are available. Yeah. I've always known about the different frequencies and, and what they can do. Yes. Uh, but when you couple that then with a visual stimulation, mm-hmm. and if you're interested, you can get on YouTube and look up these healing frequencies, look up the love frequency. And you know, some of these, these videos are three hours long. Yeah. They just play in the background. Um, so even that type of music, I wouldn't mm-hmm. walk to it, but even that type of mm-hmm. music works well. When I'm doing yeah. my labyrinth, um, I have mm-hmm. shamanic uh, songs that I play that's nothing but drumming, drumming. because mm-hmm. I am not out there doing the drum mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. and I want to 
play it internally so that the mm -hmm. rest of the world doesn't necessarily mm -hmm. care. There's whole um, careers too. There are people who believe in music therapy because yeah. of the impact on your brain waves. And then you've got your huge crystal bowls like the integration sound bath out in the middle of Palm Springs, California, that's big round dome yeah. uh, that heightens the sound experience of the crystal bowls. So, you know, music or sound can have different, different healing proponents to it. And yet I'm with you. I, I tend to also, I've found the power of having musical playlists for different things, things that energize me. If you want to talk about any of you here for reasons of how do I stay productive or motivated in the middle of this pandemic, you know, put music on in the background while you're working as opposed to nothing yeah. or TV, which will slow you down. Television will slow you down because of its distraction, but music will likely increase your productivity if you're working from home or, or needing something to keep you going on a long work day. Yeah, now it, the, the one thing I wanna add when you're constructing, and this is gonna be very mathematical actually, when you're constructing your playlist for a specific type of, of activity, for example, if you're working out, you might want specific songs that operate at beats per minute that ah. coincide with your workout. You can actually do a Google search for songs with that particular beat per minute on it. Um, as an example of this, go type in boxing playlist, B-O-X-I-N-G, for shadow boxing. Uh -huh. um, you will be amazed when you see what a boxing playlist brings up because those songs are mathematically tuned to where you should be operating uh, uh -huh. and it will help burn calories versus some of the classical music that you play. It is a lower beat per minute in the classical songs, which actually help you study, retain, be able to access uh, the things that you're, that you're working on. So there's, there's scientific basis for this. Mm -hmm. It's when you're creating the playlist, by the way, one of the things that I've, I've learned, I happen to, to use an iPod. I've got one of, I've got one of those old, 128 gig brick iPods. Uh, <laughs> probably worth a lot of money right now. Um, and it just holds all my music. Um, and then I can select from that what I eventually want to go onto my phone and then carry with me. But everything is on there and it's all sorted into playlists. Ah. You, you can, for example, um, the online services, whether it's Spotify or Pandora, mm -hmm. uh, Apple Music, whatever it, it is that you happen to use, you can create playlists in there. Mm -hmm. And I don't know that everybody has done that. I think a lot of people just put on music or Random. they'll talk, to, they'll mm -hmm. talk to their smart home. I'm not going to do it here because it'll turn mine on. I'm not going <laughs> to say her name. Uh -huh. <laughs> um, but you know, if you say you can actually into those devices, say, play hey, songs. So-and-so play, play songs. That's that, play songs from the artist, whoever it is, mm -hmm. or you can say play songs from artists like, uh huh, and it will bring up similar uh, genres. You can uh -huh. create playlists in there, by the way, so that yeah. as you're walking around, you can say, hey, so-and-so, um, play yeah. my boxing playlist, uh -huh. and, and it will bring it up. Um, 
So the, does that make sense when I'm, what I'm saying? It does. I learned, I learned some new things. The idea of finding the right cadence or beat or speed for your walk or your workout or your house chores or your home projects or even just your work day and then looking for songs within that beat pattern. I had not heard of that before. That's amazing. Um, for those of you who are into high intensity interval training, you know, HIIT, uh -huh. um, if, if you watch any of those on YouTube, listen to the soundtrack. That soundtrack is specifically geared to keep you at that high intensity. And that during the interval when you're resting, it's still keeping the, the elevated rhythm going. Mm -hmm. It's very fascinating. Again, just the science behind all of this. Mm -hmm. So Scott, if let's say I've got a ton of music on iTunes or the ability to do my Spotify, uh, what's the right amount of music to put on a playlist for something like a meditative walk or personal growth or something while you're, while you're journaling or, or just wanting to listen to music to meditate? Um, so my, what I recommend for a walking meditation, again, taking into account any of your, uh, medical restrictions yeah. or, or, you know, things that you can and can't do. Mm -hmm. My recommendation is 30 minute playlist. Okay. Now I will tell you, I've, I, I go further than that. I, I, when I do a walking meditation, it's usually, if I'm doing a longer one, it's two and a half miles. Okay. Uh, it takes about 42 minutes and I'm walking at, at a brisk rate of anywhere between 3.6 and 3.8 miles an hour. I'm not running, I'm walking. Okay. Uh, now, again, I say that to you because at 42 minutes, uh, a 30 minute playlist isn't gonna work. No. So at three minutes a song, which is what they average, mm -hmm. you, you're talking for a 30 minute playlist, 10, 11 songs. Mm -hmm. For a 42 minute playlist, you're, you know, you just mm -hmm. take the 42 divided by three and you wind up with, uh, now I don't, can't do my math. What, 17? Actually 16. Okay. Um, I'll trust like you on 15, that. I, I, I got distracted thinking about Bohemian Rhapsody being about six minutes long and how it's well, on one okay. of my and, inspiring lists. <laughs> and, and so uh, I've got, I've got some Queen songs on my playlist, as a matter of fact. There are uh, exceptions and, to the rule, but they were geniuses and, and it, it was hard to get done. And, you know, <laughs> I, I'm going to go one that actually brings up a very interesting distinction that I, I, I'm glad you, you brought up Queen. Um, one of the best rock operas I've ever seen is We Will Rock You. Yes. And it was developed by Queen. It's got all of their music in it. So the Queen songs that I have are actually from the musical. And it, these are some uh. of the best singers that I've ever heard uh, that, while well, the, the main theme is We Will Rock You. Mm -hmm. um, that, you know, you can't, you can't not walk <laughs> when you're <laughs> listening to some of these songs. Mm -hmm. um, my playlist has expanded and sometimes it changes. Now, here's a fun little secret for you. Once you create the playlist, I put it on shuffle. Okay. And here's why. I treat my playlist, my musical playlist that is hand selected. I know every song that's on there and I know why it's on there and I know what it means to me. So I've got this playlist, it's got significance, right? It inspires, it seduces, 
it invigorates. I know what each of those are. When I put it on shuffle, I now treat my playlist as kind of a divination tool. Oh, what do you mean by that? Tell me what you mean by that. I don't know what song is coming up next, and I treat it as a message. Oh, and the I love song, it. And the songs during my walk will create a story. So one song may play, and then, you know, We Will Rock You may play, mm -hmm. and then Hallelujah may play. Mm. And then Glitter in the Air from Pink may play. And then mm. Neil Diamond's uh, I've Been This Way Before may play. Mm. And I am as I'm letting these, these songs flow through me, also saying, what, what's the message here? And it's, you'll, you'll find it very interesting because mm -hmm. when you get into that meditative state mm -hmm. and you've chosen the music that's playing, that, mm -hmm. that's, the, that's the beauty of this. These mm -hmm. are songs that are safe for your psyche mm -hmm. because you've chosen them. They're, mm -hmm. not, they're not random. Mm -hmm. You don't know if they've got some crap lyrics in them that aren't going to serve you well. Mm -hmm. um, and so you can kind of just go with the flow. Mm, and, love it. and then I'm, and as I'm doing that, I'm saying, what do I need to learn from this? You know, you can listen to some of these queen songs and mm -hmm. you can listen to the same song at different points in your life and pull a different message out of it. Oh, okay. Absolutely. One, sometimes one phrase will, will resonate more than another or highlight uh, more than another. And um, I, I love that you're bringing this up. When, when I did my Sedona retreat, my Ignite Your Life retreat last year, I made sure that during meals there was a music playing uh, um, that I had specifically selected for the unplugging retreat because everybody unplugged except on breaks. But if they wanted to stay in the common areas, so for any of you that run group meetings or, you know, even have guests over. I know that happens less and less these days, but you might have some people that you agree to quarantine with and that you have the same quarantine practices and playing music in the background can be really joyful, um, really great way to enhance the mood of the, the experience and cause people to reflect and storytell. They'll hear a song that they haven't heard in a while and maybe share a story about it. So I love talking about the power of music in so many different ways. And, and I think what, what you bring up kind of underscores, ask yourself why a particular song resonates with you. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I, again, you, you mentioned Pink. One of my favorite songs of hers is uh, Glitter in the Air. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, now that I've been to her concert and watched her perform live, it, it even underscores it more. Mm -hmm. um, there are elements of that song that every time I hear it, I know the song, but every mm -hmm. time I hear it, a different part of the lyric jumps out at me mm -hmm. because of where I am at mm -hmm. that particular part of my life. Mm -hmm. um, you know, one of my, one of my big mantras, uh, and we've talked about it before on my object of affection mm -hmm. is a, a, a token that says I am here. I touch it. I remind mm -hmm. I'm here. Mm -hmm. Now, you know, do I need to know I'm, I'm here? No. What mm -hmm. it, it, it's a focus point for me. Mm -hmm. So when pink is singing her song, <laughs> Mm -hmm. I am, I am here. It's kind of, you know, that's my theme song. Uh, mm -hmm. And even knowing that the whole song resonates with me, 
there are still portions of that song that as I'm walking on my walking meditation, it says something to me. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and I, I want to, I think we have enough time. I want to point out for those of you who do walking meditation, who go on longer uh, journeys or, you know, you use your bike, there mm-hmm. are some phenomenal apps out there. I happen to use uh, RunKeeper. There's Runtastic. There are a bunch of different ones out there that let you put your personal playlist into the health app. Oh, great. And so what will happen is I've got my playlist, my walking meditation playlist. It is on my phone. It is synced with uh, RunKeeper and Runtastic. I have both of them on the phone. Um, it's synced with those. As I start, it not only every 15 minutes will give me my stats, my metrics, so that I know mm-hmm. I'm walking fast enough and keeping my heart rate up. It's playing the playlist in a shuffle mode. Uh, and if I stop, there's an automatic pause on it. You know, if I mm-hmm. stop, I, I love uh, sky gifts, I call them. I stop and periodically will pick up feathers and bring them back. And oh, sky I, gifts, and gifts from I, the sky. Okay, yeah. I got it. And if I stop, the program automatically pauses. Oh. They're free. Yeah. You don't have to sign up for the monthly. You can use the free version. Um, and so I really encourage everybody, whether you're walking or you're working out in the house mm-hmm. uh, on an exercise bike, that these programs work in sync with your playlist while you're at home and keep you on task. Mm, I love it. I love getting great tips. And I, I want to um, go back a little bit and say... Um, you know, many of you have probably been to a funeral or memorial and you know the power of music and what it will do when you hear songs to bring back a person from the past. And I I think that's a beautiful way to look at divination and, oh, what would so-and-so have taught me about what I'm dealing with right now? Because this song just came on and reminded me of them and the meaning of them in my life. Or um, one of my favorite songs that I discovered a few years ago at this grief think tank in in Scotland was a song about kintsugi, which is the Japanese art of filling um, filling broken pottery with gold and and putting it back together, and how powerful and collective those bowls are because they're unique. And this song is, I think. You can find it on YouTube um, called Japanese Bowls. And the lyrics to this just, it's, it's on my list for inspiration because um, it talks about how we're made more valuable by the cracks and the difficulties that we've experienced in life. And so it's just another example of the power of music to remind you that, that you can overcome. That's a slower paced song. So it's not the kind of song you're going <laughs> to box to or work out to, but it's definitely the kind of song that if it, if it pops up from time to time on your playlist while you're driving or while you're walking or while you're working, it might cause you to just pause and think about the value of your challenges in your life and what overcoming those challenges brings to your life and others in your life. Um, Absolutely. And and, and I want to underscore again, everything that we're talking about here. Um, It was very fascinating. 
I, we haven't actually talked about this before, but one of my favorite books is, is The Night Circus by Aaron Morgenstern. Oh. And uh, it's just a ma- an amazing book. And okay. she has now written a new book. And I happen to be researching it today. And I didn't know she creates playlists of music for writing her books. Oh, And when yes. you actually read the play, when you read the songs that she used for her books, she, she readily admits that the song helped her complete the story. Oh, wow. Uh, and I, I thought maybe I was the only one that did it. I'm not. It's not Scott's thing. But <laughs> it's think about when you have a project, what you want to accomplish and create a playlist for it. Mm. More importantly, what, what is your power song? Um, you don't have yeah, to your walk up song, right? Like you, in baseball, when you walk up to, to bat. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know, I, it, you know, what is that song? I've told you, you know, one of mine is one of Pink's songs. Uh-huh. Um, it has changed periodically. Uh, it, and I'll share this with you. Neil Diamond is, you know, one of my uh, lifelong heroes of just a phenomenal individual on mm-hmm. a personal level, but just as a songwriter, I love the guy. Um, mm-hmm. and he's got a song that very few people even know, and it's mm-hmm. called I've Been This Way Before. Mm-hmm. And if you haven't heard it, that was mine. Uh, I was recently mm-hmm. uh, replaced with Pink's I Am Here song. And those are the kinds of things I'm asking you to mm-hmm. ruminate on, to, to mm-hmm. actually contemplate what is your go-to power song? Mm-hmm. What, what is your life theme? What is that playlist for you? <laughs> It's really funny, Scott, like growing up in LA and living in LA for so many years, my theme song has been for the longest time, Guns N' Roses, Welcome to the Jungle, which was written about living in LA and having what it takes to make it. It's really kind of a negative song, but it's, it's, it's kind of like listening to Rocky or Eye of the Tiger or something like that. And I'm thinking that for this phase of my life, I'm going to take on your challenge and try to find a different theme song because I think it's changing. I still will always love that song, but I think it's changing. So thank you for throwing down that gauntlet. And for those of you that are listening, I hope you'll join me and maybe send a message. Join our Facebook support group, which is called uh, Keeping Your Shit Together (laughs) and or contact Scott and I to be a part of our own mailing lists. Um, my email address is michelle at postinternationalinc.com or my website's postinternationalinc.com if you want to join my wait list. I mean, my uh, mailing list and Scott's, yours is. Well, you can always find me at thinkingmagically.com. Um, and from there, the, the various social media sites. Uh, I do have a private Facebook group that any of you are welcome to join. It's uh, the most magical secret built around the book. Um, You can email me at sgrossberg at hotmail.com. And I was actually just uh, pulling up my playlist. If any of you need help coming up with a playlist, you can always let us know that as well. And I I really, if if that's what you need help with, I really invite you to join our Keeping Your Shit Together uh, Mm -hmm. Facebook group so that you can post it in there and we can share yes. for the other members who are part of that and kind yes. of share playlists and what's going on. Um, uh, yeah, because I love, there are just, yeah. I love taking other people's song ideas and screening yeah. them for myself and it teaches me new music and it helps me expand my, my playlist for that divination shuffle. 
Yeah, I love that. Um, and, and so that you know, I periodically in, in my social media circles will post new song suggestions. If I come mm -hmm. across something and I hear this, um, there are a lot of new artists, by the way, not, pardon me, there are mm -hmm. a lot of new songs mm -hmm. by established artists who are being, that they're releasing these and they are very COVID specific mm. and they are empowering and they are fantastic. Mm. Um, and, and it's, you know, when I see something like that, that I believe is uplifting mm -hmm. and positive, Mm -hmm. I will post that as well for you. So if we mm -hmm. haven't connected in that way, I invite you to do so. And, and can I throw down a gauntlet for you, Scott, and say mm -hmm. that um, in our Keeping Your Shit Together Facebook community group, will you post an updated list of some of these for us so that we can see them? I will. And kind of um, inspire people to take a look at that? Absolutely. <laughs> I, 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 can, I can do that. Uh, <laughs> now, I've, I've got to tell you, uh, we have a surprise for everybody uh, that, oh, I just saw one of the pre people posted Brother Loves Traveling Salvation Show. Show. Uh -huh. uh, talk, yeah, talk about an earworm. Uh, by the <laughs> way, there is a perfect example. The first time I watched Neil Diamond perform that live, imagine this, for those of you who don't know this, it's about a traveling salvation show, obviously. Oh. Uh, I want you to imagine the stage lifts up. It is in complete darkness with one spotlight behind Neil Diamond and his shadow has been cast across the entire, uh, I call it a congregation because that's how he treated it, the entire arena. And he sings this song and it, his shadow with his arms spread and he is touching everyone in the audience. Wow. That's the kind of power you want from, wow. from a music uh, playlist. Wow. Um, I want to share one little tease with everybody. Uh, yes. We are, we are actually moving the show uh, to a new time next week. You read my mind. <laughs> because we uh, now have an international audience. Yeah. And uh, so what we're going to be doing next week, uh, we're moving the show from what is now 4 o'clock Pacific. We're going to 10 o'clock Pacific. Uh, and that's because it will allow our folks over in Belgium and Dubai and the UK who are interested uh, in joining us. So it's going to be 10 o'clock a.m. in the morning Pacific. Mm -hmm. And that will then you can do your time conversions. Mm -hmm. uh, we're going to see how that goes. Uh, and it will allow again, our international folks to join us next week uh, live. So we're very yes. excited about that. So we hope you'll come back live. And, and remember, if neither of those times were convenient, we welcome you to listen in replay on Spotify or iTunes or Pandora, or we think we have recently been invited to, what was it, Amazon Actually, Music? we were, I, I received an invite from, yeah, from Amazon yeah. today for, to join them. So uh, we're growing and I appreciate everybody doing mm -hmm. that. I believe we're out of time now. We are. So we look forward to hearing what your power song slash walk-up song is for the intention you wanna set in the future email us or join our Facebook support group and post it there. Share. Yeah, thank you Thanks everybody for, for joining here. us. Mm -hmm. And uh, we'll see you next week on Monday at 10 a.m. Pacific. Hey, bye, bye. bye for now. You've reached the end of another episode of Keeping Your Together in a Stressed World with Michelle Post and Scott Grossberg. If you like our show, we'd love for you to subscribe, rate our broadcast, and leave a review. 
The podcast is for general information only and not intended to be legal or mental health advice, nor the formation of a lawyer-client, nor therapist-patient relationship. Stay tuned for our next episode, and thank you for listening.